You might not realize it, but life has a soundtrack. For most of us, it sounds a bit like... But you can always change the station. In hundreds of Delta Airlines destinations, you can turn your soundtrack into a global chorus. Delta. Keep climbing. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. In today's economy, more people than ever are looking to buy and sell businesses. But how do you do it? Welcome to The Deal Board, presented by Transworld Business Advisors. Straight talk about real deals and real people. Listen to stories, interviews, and expert advice to help your business sale, merger, or acquisition process. Now, here are your business exit experts, Andy and Jessica. Welcome back, everybody. And today, we have a great show for you. We're diving into the fitness industry to take a little look at what's going on, what are some trends that we're seeing in this industry right now, and then also, you know, what companies are selling for in this industry right now. So I... We have a great interview with Steve Menguez, who's from Transworld Business Advisors in Santa Monica and is an expert in the industry. And then, Andy, you've got a great um, interview with Orange Theory as well, right? Yeah, I have a franchisee and his name is Doug Beer. And we've been friends for a long time. Uh, He's uh, an incredible entrepreneur. He actually came to me uh, before he bought into Orange Theory. And he came to me, he had another business. We'll talk about that in a second. And uh, he wanted to get involved in this newfangled thing called Orange Theory. And thank God I said yes. I mean, you know, but it's just an incredible story. Doug and his wife, Lisa, they used to own a a t-shirt company and they also used to own a fashion, uh, a, a yachting fashion long time business. It was a family business. It was certainly hard to get away from. It was very successful in its day, uh, but he knew he had to make a pivot. And so um, they were falling in love personally. Uh, Lisa loved the workout. Uh, Doug saw, you know, some opportunity in this new thing that people really loved it. And I have to say they leveraged everything they had to get into Orange Theory and they're now wildly successful. They have places in New York. They have places in, they have the number one store in Manhattan uh, in the world for Orange Theory. They have one uh, in LA. They have one in, uh, I think, in the Maryland area. He'll tell his story, but uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, he got into the franchising world doing very well. And uh, Doug's just a great guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, an orange theory is kind of an example of what we talk about in, in both of these interviews that this trend of these smaller niche studios really thriving and being successful in the fitness industry versus the traditional big box gyms. Yeah. You see people getting away from the big box, especially with real estate prices going up. Um, but, uh, you know, that actually might be changing. You know, you listen to a real estate show and people are starting to repurpose things like malls. Uh, you're seeing uh, gyms open up in a mall. You never would have saw that back in the day. Uh, so you're seeing that uh, where some of these big boxes like Retro Fitness and LA Fitness and uh, some of the bigger uh, bigger companies uh, now opening up and uh, still opening up and doing well. 
But of course, uh, like we said, uh, you see people liking this specialty kind of approach to fitness, the orange theory, the nine rounds. Uh, you see people uh, getting into these uh, very uh, small like snap fitness and being able to do it on a very, uh, uh, you know, it's just convenient for them. So we're, we're going to talk about that today. Yeah. I mean, with Denver, we're pretty kind of the fitness capital of the country, right? So we see a lot of new fitness trends. And although these these niche businesses, there's a lot of them, they're still really doing well, um, and as, as well as the big box gyms coming back. But you're seeing that in valuations too. So when we're looking at the valuations of fitness companies, we're looking at somewhere between two and three and a half times SDE or three to five times EBITDA. So it's a very strong industry to be in, in terms of valuation as well. Yeah. At the end of the day, you always got to look at the AFT, the automatic funds transfer amounts. That's where people are looking at there. It's kind of that recurring revenue model. Uh, but you see uh, 70 to 100%, 100% of uh, revenues as kind of a multiple as a, a benchmark. Um, you know, but listen, uh, we see a lot of resales out there. There's a, It's a great opportunity for people to get involved in the business. Uh, you know, what What a better business for a young person. They, they're graduating from college. They have uh, a degree in physical fitness or they have a degree in uh, physical therapy or, you know, it's a great business to get into. There's not a lot of inventory, especially some of these, um, some of these specialty type businesses, uh, you know, specialty. So you're seeing a lot of those kind of things, right? Right. And I think, you know, if you're looking to purchase a business, purchasing a business in the fitness industry has a lot of advantages, right? You can walk into something that if there is a heavy equipment cost has already been, you know, put in place and you don't have to go through, um, you know, sourcing all that equipment, doing the build out. Also, you know, building that recurring revenue model or building those members over time can take time. So jumping into something that's already established can really fast track your success um, as an entrepreneur in this industry. Um, you know, and I think there's the other side of it too. There's lots of opportunities of, of gyms or fitness centers that weren't so successful. And there's some really good deals out there to be had still. Yeah, there's a lot of good deals out there. Like you said, you know, a lot of businesses uh, put a lot of money into it and they don't, they're not you know, operating them correctly, but let's, let's not be fooled. This is about sales. This is about, you know, the entrepreneur, the young person, whoever it is buying this gym, getting in there, working it every day, being in the gym. And, uh, you know, and you're seeing, uh, uh, the, you know, again, a lot of the franchises, people love orange theory, people love nine rounds, people, you know, we're seeing that more and more, right? Right. And actually that brings up a good point. Fitness is a really strong industry for franchises, right? So if you're looking into purchasing a business, definitely look into the franchise aspect as well. And a few episodes back, we did do an episode about buying a franchise and how you can build uh, a really large company through being a franchisee. So let's jump into it, Andy. I think we've got a lot of great content and hopefully some stuff that the listeners will take away. Okay, let's get to it. Transworld Business Advisors is the world's largest business brokerage and mergers and acquisitions firm with over 500 brokers in nearly 200 offices worldwide. Transworld's team handles thousands of business sales every year. To be connected with a qualified business broker or learn more about the buying and selling process, visit tworld.com forward slash the deal board or call 888-719-9098.
Hey, welcome back, everybody. And we are, again, talking about fitness today. And it's uh, it's a hot industry. There's so much, you know, big booms going on. And and we have an expert with us today and uh, a resident expert, Steve Menges. And Steve is now with Transworld Business Advisors of West L.A., California, not Louisiana. Uh, and uh, he has a specific uh, background in it. In, in the fitness industry. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that, and then we'll go into what's the general state of the fitness industry. Sure. Thanks, Andy. Um, yeah, back in my former career uh, in corporate sales in the Northeast, uh, I became an investor in a, an 11-acre large-scale family fitness club. Funny how things happen. I see a lot of, buy, of sellers today in the same situation. Um, long story short, I ended up becoming the general manager of that club uh, growing it to profitability, and then fortunately selling it in 2008, just before the recession kicked in. Yeah. So, so since you left the industry, what have you seen happening? You know, you, you mentioned earlier, we were talking a little bit before the interview about the changes in the industry, how some of the boutiques are starting to come, you know, to prominence and there, that's where the action is. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. We've, we've been seeing this trend now really over the past decade where I'd say the ultimate game changer was when Planet Fitness uh, came into the industry and cannibalized memberships at the $10 a month rate. That created pressure on all the malls and paws and independents not being able to compete in the large-scale health club business with the traditional model of high overhead, you know, lots of equipment, one-stop shopping. So we've seen that transition now go to boutique fitness studios that have a lot less overhead, have specialized niches in their space. I'll bring up an Orange Theory, for example, you know, as one that has a really creative model that is going like wildfire across the country. Yeah, so Orange Theory is certainly hot. I know a few owners in Orange Theory. Actually, Orange Theory started in South Florida, and they are hot, hot, hot. So but there's still plenty of opportunity in the fitness industry. Uh, you know, I know some of the statistics out there, uh, but you know, what's kind of the magic if someone was going to get into the fitness industry, certainly buying an existing facility is probably a good move, right? It definitely is. There's, there are a lot, you know, I'm in the LA area, uh, Southern California, really hot fitness market. So we see a lot of studios. We see yoga studios, Pilates studios. Um, I actually have, a handful of franchise resales coming on board now that have a really unique group fitness model, okay? So I think it's important to, to go with the trend in, in group fitness utilizes square footage and space much better than individual one-on-one uh, -on -one personal training does. So we're seeing a movement of trainers in the LA market. Everybody wants into the small group or a large group fitness space and they're doing less one-on-one, -on -one, you know, high, high, you know, low use of time uh, services, right, to, to make much more money in a shorter period of time. Yeah, so let's talk about making money. So the magic seems to be when we're talking to business uh, buyers who want to buy a business, the magic seems to be in the recurring revenues. So you want to talk about that a little bit? That seems to be the magic? Yeah, absolutely. So all of the membership models um, are really gearing up to build their electronic funds transfer known as the EFT in the business, where every month on, let's say, the fifth of the month, as an example, 
they'll hit all of the credit cards that are on file for the monthly membership dues. So building this recurring revenue base and also having contracts in place, place which has gone by the wayside, you know, with the changes in the industry. Just a few years ago, you could sell multi-year membership contracts. Now in California, uh, the maximum membership we can sell is a 12-month term. So, you know, regulation in each state plays a heavy role on, on what your window of collecting, you know, multi-year membership payments is up front. Yeah, I think somewhere I still have a at a lifetime membership to Jack Lalane somewhere in 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 a box somewhere. So if someone was going to get started in the fitness industry, and we talked uh, a little bit about that uh, with uh, Robert Cunio, which will be the listing of the week uh, about getting started, there there are opportunities for entry level to get into the fitness industry. Correct? Absolutely. There's a number of really strong low cost franchise models out there that an entry level could look at um, with very low costs of entry. Um, there are some independent studios that are available, um, really good prices in the market. Um, but it's like any other business, you know, they really have to do their homework and, and understand what their mission and what their business plan is and, and really understanding the terms of the existing clientele and the membership. So any buyer needs to be able to navigate you know, your CRM systems that house all of the data to be able to pull the membership reports and act, member activity reports um, to understand, you know, what the commitments look like, what the participation levels of each member is, because the bottom line is inactive members quit using the club or quit coming to the facility and they cancel their memberships. So. Right. So that seems to be the game these days. Um, it's not just uh, grunt and sweat anymore. It's uh, it's about customer service. It's about creating excitement. Certainly Orange Theory has done that. And we see a lot of copycats like nine rounds and things, but there's wonderful opportunities for people. And I said it uh, earlier and I'll say it again. I think the fitness industry is a great place for entry level buyers, uh, people graduating from college, young people looking to have their first business experience. Uh, you could buy something certainly like a fitness studio without a huge investment and certainly learn a lot about business. So Steve, uh, how can someone get in touch with you if they want to talk more about the fitness industry or buy something in Southern California? Yeah, well, they can reach me directly, Andy, at 310-560-8928. Stephen Mangus, and I'll give you my email. It's S-M-E-N-G-E-S at tworld.com. Anybody interested in the fitness market out there, I've got a number of opportunities ranging from large-scale uh, f- health clubs to boutique fitness studios throughout the Southern California area. Great. Thanks for coming on today. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Hey, Andy, you know what time I think it is? I think it's time to talk about our deal of the week. Deal of the week. Sold. Welcome back, everybody. And today for our deal of the week, we have Todd Bailey joining us. He's the president of Transworld Business Advisors of Wichita. Todd, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jessica. Glad to be here. So you just recently sold a fitness franchise. Tell us a little bit about that company. It's a great little company. It's one of the largest fitness franchises in the entire world, uh, located here in Kansas. Uh, They have hundreds of locations around the country. And this particular location uh, was doing a really great job, wonderful equipment, great staff. And we had a seller who I met through a referral who 
uh, had some changes in their life going on, like a lot of our sellers do. And he was, uh, he needed to move relatively quickly. And we were able to uh, get his business listed to help him get moved. Sounds good. So like, tell us a little bit about the size of the company, you know, what was the revenue SDE and what did the company ultimately sell for? Sure. So they had grown the business. Uh, the owner had actually been an employee for a while and had bought the business and was able to grow it up to a little over $215,000 in annual revenues. Um, the margins are pretty good in that kind of business. There's not a huge amount of overhead. So on that 215, he was able to make about $70,000 in other discretionary earnings. Wow. That's a, that's a very good margin. Um, and then, so tell us a little bit about the buyer. I know that you found a great buyer for this business and he also um, uses a special form of financing, correct? That's exactly correct. So the location of this franchise business is actually close to uh, a very large army base. And we were able to find an active duty army uh, soldier who was looking for a side business, if you will, that he could also move into when he left the army. So we were able to place this buyer and he was able to utilize some of the great um, military uh, discounts and options available through SBA. So the SBA was able to help him find the right financing to get into that business. And for my seller, it was a great deal because he didn't have to finance any of it. That's great. And, you know, we talked a little bit about that on our veteran show, but there's so many great financing programs for veterans and military officers out there. Well, Todd, it sounds like it was a great deal overall. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing it with the listeners. My pleasure. Anytime. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And uh, today is the fitness show, and I have a very uh, special guest. They're all special, but this is truly a special guest. I've known uh, our guest for a very long time, even before he was in the fitness industry. And we go back, and our kids go back, and uh, so, and uh, we even have connections back to New Jersey with his wife Lisa. But that's a whole other story for another day. And we are with Doug Beer, and he is with Orange Theory Fitness right now. Uh, he's been a multiple entrepreneur, but Doug, welcome to the show. Thanks, Andy. Appreciate you having me. So you have an incredible story, and we have to just tell it a little bit. So you used to be in the specialty clothing business? Started out, uh, actually started out on Wall Street right out of college. Didn't like that at all. Started a t-shirt company out of the back of my wife's SUV. Turned it into a multi-million dollar t-shirt company. Economy hurt that. Opened a coffee house, opened an ad specialty firm, and then bought out my parents' retail operation. Right, which was in business for multiple generations. 40 40 years, yeah. Yeah, 40 years. So, and that just, you know, kind of came full circle. And you came to me, you know, a couple of times saying, hey, I'm looking for my next gig. And so, Orange Theory became that gig. And so, how did you stumble into that? They happened to open their first pilot studio in the same shopping center as my wife and I had our retail store. Lisa is a former two-sport college athlete and was looking for something to do and went to the first Orange Theory class they had, told me how much she loved it, finally got me there about a year later. And six months after that, we were opening our first studio. And you opened your first studio in Parkland, right? Parkland, yep. So, and... we were talking a little bit before we started this and you just kind of got the bug, right? It just worked. So, you know, you got a, a model, which 
you believe work. And we're talking about the fitness industry today. So the orange theory works. Why does it work? Well, from my perspective, I'm not a fitness guy. I'm not in shape. I'm more of a couch potato. What worked for me was the math. There was no inventory involved, no food, no spoilage. I knew what my rent was going to be. I knew what my payroll was going to be. And as long as I could get enough members in to pay enough to cover that, we were good. So the math was easy. Our number of members was greater than we needed. And it was a simple business model. We only write maybe eight checks a month other than payroll. So very easy. So that's great. So uh, it worked once, and then you opened another studio, your second, second studio? one was in Plantation. We opened that one eight months after we opened the first one, and that actually did better than the first one. So we were all excited that the math worked, that everything made sense. And then we went on an expansion plan where I brought partners in in Maryland and North Carolina and California and New York, and now we have – 29 open Orange Theory fitness studios around the country. That's that's incredible. And so Orange Theory still a great concept. People doing very well. They have not closed one unit. So all of their over a thousand open stores in the United States are still open. And in terms of franchising, one thing I learned because it was my first franchise, I didn't have a lot of experience there. Orange Theory Fitness has been a great franchisor. They've been very good to us franchisees or Zs as they call us. Right. And just done a good job by us. Yeah, and they, they have an incredible formula and they have an incredible success story of how they got started down here in South Florida. And so, you know, so you're a serial entrepreneur and you're probably not done here, right? Uh, no, we're actually looking international now with Orange Theory and we're looking uh, domestically for other concepts while still keeping to the lessons we've learned going through the franchise model. We want a really good, solid franchisor financially who supports their franchisees. Well, I won't do food. I won't do certain things that involved a lot of inventory. Uh, but yes, we're certainly expanding. So why don't you give, you know, we have a lot of buyers listening to it and we have a lot of sellers. So I, I thought, I think one in interesting thing about your story, which is a good lesson learned by everybody was you're not, a, you weren't afraid to pivot, right? You, you felt stuck in your old business. It was a successful business right up to the end, okay. but you were just like, no, this is not going to work long-term and I need to do something else. How did you come to that decision or what would you give other people advice of not being afraid to change. I think that was one of the, you know, that's why I admire you. You weren't afraid to like really do a huge pivot. Well, for us, it was about the model more than the specific industry. Uh, since I'm in my early twenties, we've owned our own businesses and orange theory just fit because there, there was no spoilage in the food the things I discussed before, the model was right. The fact that it was fitness versus something else, that just happened to be by circumstance. Yeah, but you had to take a big chance. I mean, you financially took oh, a big chance. We, we took a, in fact, when we opened our first one, we used our last nickels to get it open. I had to bring in a partner because I didn't have enough money to get it open. Right. I know I called you several times before we opened our, before we bought the first studio for your advice. And 
thankfully you gave us the right advice. Good. Thank you, Andy. No problem. So, and we're such fans of entrepreneurs like you because you're, you're, you're such a great story. I mean, you took, you know, you, again, you were a serial entrepreneur before it, and then you hooked up to something uh, like Orange Theory, saw the promise in that and literally marched across the country. You have uh, places in Maryland, New York, Maryland, LA? New York, LA, uh, North Carolina. Uh, so, I mean, we have one in the middle of Midtown Manhattan. So we really did take the bull by the horns, but I think most serial entrepreneurs have that in their DNA. Once they see that it works, they're willing to take the risks. To me, it's a lot like going, I hate to say it, to the dice table, and, and I just keep putting it on the table. Well, I talk about that a lot. I, I talk about that if you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to not be risk adverse. You have to take risks. I mean, calculated risks, and that's what you're talking about. You, uh, you know, got down, you were talking about before we started about your legal pad, yeah. right? My wife calls them Da Vinci's notes. We, we <laughs> write all this chicken scratch, all the numbers on it. And what was so interesting about Orange Theory is how those numbers, how the math worked better. Uh, it wasn't like with my other businesses where if we sold this many, then we would profit. It was more about we're here making a profit. If we grow, we make a bigger profit. Right. It made a big difference. So, and, and talking about expanding, uh, you know, through partnership, uh, you know, how's that going to, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people are hesitant to take on partners. And we were talking beforehand, uh, you know, the whole reason trans world is worldwide is because I, I took partners, you know, I, and I've told people you can't do this yourself, right? I couldn't have expanded like we do. We didn't have the capital. We didn't have the human capital to do it. It, it couldn't have been done. That being said, you do have to be very careful who you take on as a partner um, and protect yourself in your partnership agreements and shakes her handshakes in business is business do business. Yes. And we talked about having good attorneys and uh, we, we, we both had the same attorney uh, who's unfortunately retired, but uh, Greg was a good friend to both of us as we grew our businesses and you need to have good attorneys. You need to have good agreements that, that, that keeps uh, partnerships kind of going. It really, if you have to pull it out, it's laid out. Do negotiate contracts. Don't just live by handshakes. We're all nice people. We're all friends. But when money gets involved, it becomes more difficult. And especially if the business is struggling. We've been lucky that the businesses have been working. So the, the, the conflict is fewer and far. Yeah, I always tell people that are struggling in business, I said, you don't have an expense problem, you have a revenue problem. <laughs> Everything gets made up by revenue. Sales cure all. Yeah, cures all. <laughs> so we gave a little advice to uh, certainly people getting into business uh, or people uh, considering changing businesses. Uh, so what about that, you know, that first time buyer? I'm sure you've seen some uh, entrepreneurs uh, first timers get into Orange Theory and do well. What's your, you know, and we talked about, you know, you looking for businesses along the way. What what would you say to buyers out there wanting to get into business? First thing to do is make sure if it, if you're looking at a franchise, is check up on the franchisor. Uh, there's websites out there on Happy Franchisee. Sure. I mean, check out your franchisor. 
and also get into a business that does, that you do have passion about. Sure. I did have a big advantage at Orange Sheery, though, having gone through the trials and tribulations of non-franchise business. I understood small business better than a lot of the first timers. So they there is a learning curve no matter what you do. Okay. I, I think all this has been an incredible uh, information for both buyers, sellers, people out there. We love telling great entrepreneur stories. Uh, do you want to give out your uh contact information if anybody wants to get in touch with you about Arch Theory or? Sure. If anybody has any questions or just wants to talk about small business, my email is D is in Doug, B is in boy, I-R-E-R, so dbeerer at orangetheoryfitness.com. Thanks, Doug. Thanks so much for coming in today. I really appreciate it. I really it. appreciate Andy, and I appreciate all your help on this journey. You were one of my first phone calls before we signed our license agreement, and I'm glad you pointed us in the right direction. Um, thank you. Thanks, Doug. Hey, Jessica, you know what time it is? Money time? Almost. It's time for Listing of the Week. Hey, welcome back to Listing of the Week. And we have a very special guest, Robert Cuneo of Transworld Business Advisors of San Diego Central. I got to get that out. So Robert has specialized in some fitness, uh, in the fitness industry, has a few deals. And you have a good one to present to us today. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your listing? Right. This is a, a great um, uh, gym in Escondido. Uh, California, and it's a um, uh, a couple that owns it that's relocating to a uh, different part of the country for family reasons. But it's a very um, it's been a very successful business. It is uh, growing. They started out in a little uh, 500 square foot facility, and they're in a 2,500 square foot now. Uh, and what they specialize in is overall wellness. Uh, they have a number of personal trainers. Uh, and they have classes and they have a 24 seven access gym, uh, that, uh, members can, uh, participate in. It's a, um, it's, they have fantastic reviews on Yelp and, uh, Google and things like that. Um, really well regarded in the community. Uh, it's on a main road with, uh, uh, very good parking situation, very nice facility, uh, very clean books and records. Uh, it's a um, well-managed place, so uh, anybody who would be interested in that would be, you know, able to verify all the uh, the financials and everything else pretty pretty rapidly. So, why don't you give us the price, the down payment, and what the SDE is? Right. So the 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 uh, business is small. Okay. Uh, it's a it's priced at uh, ninety thousand. And the SDE is about 65. Um, so the, the buyer, the sellers are motivated because they want to move. Um, so yeah. it's a, a really good, well-priced opportunity. Uh, and the seller is also offering uh, some financing if, to qualified buyers. Great. Sounds like a great business. And I, I just recently talked about that. It sounds like a great business for a recent graduate from college for their first business. So, Robert, why don't you give uh, your contact information so people could get in touch with you? Excellent. You can reach me directly at 619-538-2942. Uh, or you can uh, uh, look at our webpage at uh, tworld.com slash San Diego Central. Uh, and you can see more about the listing there. 
but I'd be happy to share uh, the confidential information memorandum. Uh, we would require a confidentiality agreement. But again, motivated sellers and, uh, you know, it would be easily verifiable. So it'd be a good opportunity for somebody, like Andy said, uh, a young person who's looking to get into a small gym. Uh, it could be uh, a concept down the road if you open up multiple um, locations. It could be a franchise concept as well because of how they do things and and and. And um, the overall uh, theme of the fitness gym uh, is a little bit different than your typical, you know, 24 uh, hour fitness type thing. Great. Great to have you. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into our show today. If you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcasting app and leave us a review. If you have questions or suggestions for the show, Visit us at TWorld slash The Deal Board or email us at thedealboard at TWorld.com. Life's soundtrack can feel a bit like, but you can still change the station. With Delta Airlines, you can turn your soundtrack into a global chorus. Delta, keep climbing. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.